Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, which is a podcast where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we're going to talk about that very interesting TV series from the 90s, Twin Peaks. That's an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So David Lynch, Mark Frost, it's weird, it's noir, it's a murder mystery, it's a soap opera. There's no need to decide. It's got a little bit of everything. Yeah, I I almost don't feel cultured enough because it's very stylized. And I I know, like you said, noir. And as I was watching it, I'm like, I know this is like a whole, that this all has a name, like the the style and all the like the way that it's shot and directed and I'm like I, I kind of you know don't feel cultured enough to like, maybe have I grasped know, yeah, it all or know here. what I mean, to call it <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure there were so many things that were like derivative of movies I haven't seen <laughs> so yeah I know I know that there were a lot of allusions made like the poem and you know that and he mentioned Shelley I think like um Mary Shelley's husband Maybe we wrote the original poem. I don't know. There's, so there's like, this is the things that I've picked up on, but also that I saw in articles as I was like reading a little bit about the show. And it's like, oh my gosh, this, this show is loaded. And I, it's, most of it has gone over my head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd like to go back and like watch some of these old movies and yeah, read some of the stuff that was in it. Cause I feel like I have a new appreciation cause already I, I loved it. Well, okay. Before we get into it, I do want to say that, um, this podcast will be kind of spoiler-free-ish. Yeah. Um, yeah, even though this is over 20 years old, I feel like the statute of limitations is a little bit longer because yeah. it's a murder mystery, and there's some, like, big reveals that um, could really affect your enjoyment of the show. So we're not going to give away any major plot points, um, but there Hopefully. may be some, like... Yeah, like, uh, such as Who Killed Laura Palmer? We will not be giving that away. But um, there may be some, like, smaller stuff, as, especially as it relates to food. So if you're super sensitive, then go watch Twin Peaks right quick and come back. But um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not, then, yeah, we're not going to give anything major away. So you are coming fresh off of your first viewing. <laughs> what moments, the blinkity blink? Yes, <laughs> moments before this podcast. And I finished the last episode, like, two days ago. So we just, yeah, we just watched this. So... What are your impressions? <laughs> yeah, so it's like straight out the ground, fresh yes. <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> yeah, and my my reaction is like, what in the heck? Yeah, I, mean, I don't I know kind if of, you've had time to process. Yeah, I don't know if I've had time to process. I kind of expected that ending, like, at a certain point, that's kind of what I expected. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, so... Like, I wasn't shocked, but I was still a little bit rattled, (laughs) just because it was creepy. (laughs) So, yeah, so it's very weird and, like, unsettling. It's interesting, because it's not horror, but I did find myself... Because I I would watch... I watched a lot of the episodes at nighttime, and sometimes I would be alone. And so I found myself when it was time... You know, when I finally made it to bed, that I would be, like, really creeped out. But it's not a horror movie. But it, the way that it's made, it's just... Yeah, it's like, kind of gets under your skin. Yeah. There are parts that are, like, surprisingly scary, um, considering that a lot of it's, like, you know, very quirky and lighthearted, you know? And this was, like, network TV, you know? So uh, it's, it's really... It's a, 
much like weirder and scarier than I think than mm-hmm. you know a lot of things that are on nowadays. Yeah, yeah, and there, yeah, you're right. Like there were light parts and like some of the characters, yeah, were humorous, but then also even the parts that were suspenseful or scary, like they were kind of filmed over the top, almost like dramatically. Yeah. So. But and yet it's so it could they could be seen as humorous also, like in their intensity, but but no, but yeah, they really creep me out a lot of times. Yeah, like so, <laughs> so much of this of the style of it is like teetering on the edge. Yeah, you know, like I feel like it's it's I I hate things that are like weird for the sake of being weird, mm-hmm. and I, I, this does cross the line a little bit mm-hmm. in, in the middle of season two. It's just like weird for no reason. Yeah, but a lot of it is just weird quirkiness that's right on the edge like I can appreciate it yeah. and I can see yeah why why it's done that way um yeah and some things like you said like the scary parts are also kind of over the top but I mean yeah, they yeah they're, super, they're super, super creepy yeah, yeah. <laughs> like with the music and and the imagery uh, yeah they, they do create that uh, an atmosphere that is you know, I'm sure what they were going for with the creepy, you know. Yeah, the, get, the, sam- the soundtrack's creepy. fantastic. Yeah, it is. Um, they use the same themes, like, over and over again. Who's the, um, it's, um... Badalamente? Badalamente, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And the, um, it is very stylish. Um, the clothes everybody wears are pretty timeless. You know, they're kind of dated. They've got that, like, 50s style going mm-hmm. on. And yet, they ca- some of them kind of look like the hipster kids nowadays, yeah. so they would fit right in. Um, and also, you know, it takes place in the um, Pacific Northwest, so you've definitely got that, like, small town mm-hmm. um, woods and fog and, and that, which adds a great backdrop to this story. Yes. Like, I, I honestly, when I started watching this, I fell in love immediately. I have not reacted this strongly to anything I've, like, seen or read since Game of Thrones. Nice. <laughs> which, yeah, which I'm obsessed with. So, I, I love this. And, and, yeah, it did kind of go off the rails a little <laughs> bit. But, but I feel like it came back around. Even though it ended, like, super crazy, I it did come back to the story that sucked me in the first mm-hmm. place, you know, so I, I like how it ended up and I'm so excited because they're going to make a new nine episode yeah. series on Showtime in, in, in 2016. And so I think I've been meaning to watch this for a while and that's what finally gave me the push to, to finally watch it. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm super psyched now. Yeah. it's And it's interesting. I don't think this is a spoiler, but in the last, episode one of the characters says see you in 25 years yes i don't know if this was planned (laughs) well yeah i mean that that would be pretty incredible like but i i mean the same people are involved and so but i don't know how they could know 25 years so 2016 is the 25 25th anniversary it's a 25 year mark of the show's what first episode or last episode but it's it's the 25 year mark Nice. So, so it is right on yeah. schedule. What? That's an, it's <laughs> that, to, that gum you like is coming back in style. <laughs> that's right. Hashtag damn good coffee. <laughs> yeah. So there are a bajillion characters in this. It really is a soap opera. Um, I had trouble keeping them straight to begin <laughs> yeah, with. But I, but I grew very fond of them <laughs> over the course of this. Yeah. Um, do, do you have any favorite characters that, that stick out for you? Okay, so you would, you mentioned, like, the lighthearted and, and humorous. So I, I feel like those characters are the ones that that I was 
endeared to more and that I was like I wanted to see more of their story progress um, mm-hmm. so they were kind of the side story characters um, but Andy and Lucy at the police department and then oh, Pete they're adorable yeah and then <laughs> Pete too because um, he <laughs> the fish in the percolator <laughs> like, yeah which is yeah that's one of the standout quotes of the whole yeah, series but like he he's just seemed kind of dopey and silly like maybe he didn't always get what's going on or kind of childlike and innocent but he's i don't know what is he in his 50s or something but then he he turned out he was the genius at chess and like yeah so he was kind of surprising. That was a surprise. Yeah, yeah I'm like, so oh, of course he's cool. a genius at chess. Yeah, I li- and I liked so. how loyal he was. Yeah, even to his evil wife. Yeah, but it's like they were. He calls her friends. poodle. Yeah, they were good yeah. friends. And, yeah, that was that was interesting relationship. And anyway, so I I like him, but yeah, Andy and Lucy. <laughs> they yeah, I like how yeah. the, we mentioned the theme music already, but like all different characters or, and their scenes, like they always had the specific background music. So you kind of knew when the music changed, you could kind of guess like yeah. oh, which characters would be coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they had their own, yeah, more of the kind of funny, like. <laughs> yeah, Lucy, man, she can dance and do the splits. What? I know. Wow. She's yeah. got some hidden talents for a. <laughs> pregnant lady (laughs) anyway so so yeah those those three characters i thought were were great and also audrey i like because she changed i I think she had a a character you know good character arc or well kind of interesting at the the very end yeah i yeah i didn't let's not talk about that because who knows what happened (laughs) well no not well not that part but oh okay (laughs) No, it's like too obscure, and people might not know what we're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, Audrey, Audrey Horn. Yes, I thought she was interesting, and and I like I like how she changed throughout the course of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think Audrey is yeah one of my yeah if I'm if I can pick three, I think yeah Audrey would definitely be in my top three. I love her. She's like, um, she's sexy. She's smart. Um, yeah, she had a lot going on. Yeah, who else? Who else? Who else? I like, um, of course, Cooper, you know, but I feel like that's an obvious one. But he's just got this, like, innocence about him, but he's still super sharp. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think he's fantastic. Um, My less obvious favorite was Jerry. (laughs) Because he's hilarious. Like, I was always immensely entertained whenever he was... um, yeah, whenever he was on screen. Again, he and although he's like he's he, yeah. yeah. And although he's like definitely not like a good person, mm-hmm. he's not. He's an awful person, but he's always happy. He's yeah, charming. He's very positive. He's, yeah. yeah, and he's also very loyal to to Ben. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he's got some yeah, he's definitely got some good qualities even if he's like one of the less savory characters. Yeah. <laughs> and I like I like Norma too. She's so sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, like I mean she she was, like, one of the less, like, interesting characters, but she was one of the more realistic ones, you know? I feel like I know some Normas in real life, and I really liked her. Yeah, I kind of feel like her range of facial expressions didn't change very much, though, like... Yeah, that's true. Same, her <laughs> and also James. Oh, early. my God. James, I was like, yeah, If we could <laughs> name three least favorite characters, I think <laughs> J- James would be in my top three. Well, he, what, yeah, what... Well, I don't want to spoil it, but, yeah... 
Yeah. Ew. Oh man. I rode away James. on his motorcycle. So I... <laughs> Into the sunset. Yeah. So maybe I mean, so maybe I don't know if he was rode off to do a, a movie or some other TV series or or what. But yeah, it's like all right, goodbye. Yeah, I didn't miss him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah other favorites. Yeah, I love Lucy and Andy. They're just hilarious. Um, yeah. Here we go. There's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray for Lucy and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, uh, you know, we've mentioned it already, but, like, the basic story, let's set the stage. <laughs> um, very small um, mountain town in the Pacific Northwest, um, right on the Canadian border, and a very popular girl who everyone loved um, is found dead, and FBI agent Cooper shows up to dig into her murder. And hilarity ensues. <laughs> Much, much ensues, yeah. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's nuts. and weirdness. Yes, and and, a, a lot and of yeah, pie so and donuts we, and coffee. Yes, lots of pie, lots of donuts, <laughs> lots of coffee. Um, yes, small town. Everybody knows each other. Um, everybody knows everybody. Everybody's got drama with well, everybody. Well, they think they know each other. Yeah. Right, but do they? Yeah, that's that's apparently like a huge. Um, mm-hmm theme in Lynch's work that um, everything's got like one layer on the surface Uh. and then like all this stuff going on underneath you know I haven't seen many of his other movies I've seen Mulholland Drive Um, I'm definitely going to watch more after this since I enjoyed it so much Um, but apparently some of his other movies are kind of like that I think um, like Blue Velvet Mm -hmm. um, has kind of the same theme Mm mm-hmm yeah, um, but yeah, much like Laura Palmer, because when we first meet her, or, well. you know, when we first meet her, <laughs> she's dead, wrapped in plastic, yeah. but yeah, when we first hear about her, you know, we hear that she's, like, a popular girl, everybody loves her, um, prom queen and everything, but then we learn kind of like that, upstanding. She, yeah. that she was very wild, and she had yeah. a lot of other stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but so does everybody else in this town. Yeah, that was interesting to see, yeah. like, we learn about... The other characters via their, well, their connection to Laura, but also their reaction to, like, learning more about Laura as well. Like, mm-hmm. as Laura's lifestyle kind of came to light, the, you know, the different characters had, you know, how they reacted to that, uh, I think, you know, brought out their, made them more three-dimensional, too. So it was mm-hmm. interesting. Interesting way of character development or, like... Um, introducing us to characters or letting us get to know characters it was like via another character's death yeah and it was very effective because i mean i think the the pilot it was it was a full length movie length pilot mm-hmm. what was it like an hour and a half or 2 hours mm-hmm. it was long um and yeah you get introduced to so many characters but they're done in a very organic way and you know although it did take me a minute to like remember everybody you you quickly get up to speed about what's going on and keeping everybody straight because mm-hmm. they're very unique and interesting. So there's a ton, a ton, a ton of food in this show. <laughs> yes, it is so, so. like I, I love it because um, the food, like amidst all the mystery and we, well, I feel like we should be using another word. Like we're, I'll just say weird too many times during this podcast, but I don't know what else to say. And yeah, the let me and go to weirdness. 
thesaurus.com. <laughs> yeah. It's so strange. It's, it's so food. unnerving. Yeah, food yeah. kind of grounds it all. Like, it's, it's just yeah. so... I'm so impressed. You still gotta eat. <laughs> yeah, by how... It's such a food-centric show, but it's... Yeah, I'm very... Well, no, I'll say normal situations, like dinner tables and, and you know, uh, cafes and restaurants, but also there, there are some <laughs> very random... And humorous, you know, um, inputs of food too. So it's, yeah, I think it's it's it makes it a lot of fun and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the focal point of many many scenes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think um, uh, like one that's sticking out in my mind is when Major Briggs slaps the <laughs> <laughs> cigarette out of Bobby's mouth yeah. and it lands in the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because it's so obvious, you know that. It, someone like off stage, like you know, shoved it in there for the scene, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, but, but no, it's hilarious. But it's funny. It. Yeah, it's it's like it wouldn't really stick up, like you know. But then, yeah, just the obviousness of it, it makes it yeah hilarious and yeah, <laughs> like they can mix slapsticky stuff into yeah, this. Yeah, that's that's exactly like very what it serious is. Yeah. drama. Yeah, slapstick. Yeah, there's several. It's it's like did the cast and crew like were they trying so hard not to laugh in some scenes or like is the crew laughing you know off camera or because some yeah of the like the the absurdity I, of some of it yeah. yeah again teetering on the edge like so absurd and yet for some reason it still works I don't know I wonder if that's yeah. what makes the creepy work like the fact that it's so. That duality, or that's so uh, what juxtaposed, like the... yeah, because it's realistic, but it's like surreal. Yeah. You know, it's like like we're in our reality, but bent a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> so yeah. it seems like this type of stuff is possible. You know, cigarettes can stick out on meatloaf. <laughs> um, there's witchcraft and alien activity oh gosh, and like yeah. other stuff. Yeah, so yeah, seems legit. Yeah, and the first, so the first yeah. introduction that we have to food is Agent Cooper, and he's talking about, like, uh, it was on his way. Well, he finally made it to Twin Peaks, but he's talking about a place that he stopped at on his way there, and the Lamplighter Inn. But, yeah, he just starts praising uh, pie. <laughs> and yes, from then pie on, pie and coffee. like, yeah. Yeah, that's the iconic damn good coffee and cherry pie. Although there are many other types of pies in this, but yeah, I think but cherry, cherry pie is the yeah, it's definitely center stage. The stand, the standout. Yeah. And he also t- he likes he apparently, I think he this is like two or three times in the series at least. I guess his favorite sandwich is tuna fish on whole wheat, with a little bit of lettuce and a dollop of mayo. Like so, mm-hmm. so tuna. Well, no, sorry. It's tuna fish sandwich, but then also a turkey sandwich. Sorry, I got I, I like merged the two. But he talks about tuna fish sandwich, but also, also later on a couple times turkey sandwich uh, with mayo. But it's always on whole wheat, so we know that Coop, Agent Cooper is a whole wheat guy. <laughs> if not health conscious. Yeah. So yeah, so the Lamplighter Inn is the first food place. That is brought up, but then there's also what? What is it? The R and R. Yeah, the double R, R diner. R, yeah. So yeah, I think that yeah, the, the double R diner is owned by Norma, and 
there's a lot of interactions between characters because it seems like it's like the one restaurant in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everyone's constantly <laughs> there. Um, you know, if they're, if they're not eating dinner or breakfast or, I mean, people are there before school, people are picking up dinner, like, you know, people are constantly there and running into other people. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of good food there. They've got your typical diner stuff. Um, they've got, you know, eggs, sausage, hash browns and stuff. They've got burgers and they've got homemade soups. There's a sign on the wall that says, try our homemade soups. And one of my, <laughs> one of my favorite yeah. things that I kept looking for, which, um, I'm, I'm afraid I didn't catch all of these because I only noticed it, but there's a specials board behind <laughs> their head and it's got different stuff on it mm-hmm. that gets like progressively weird as the show goes on. Like, I think it started off, I mean, I, I listed a couple of the ones that I caught. Um, it starts off with split pea and lamb, mm-hmm. which sounds pretty good. Yeah. And then we've got, um, spring wheat and barley, mm-hmm. which is like, okay, barley I got, but spring, like a spring wheat, like I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I don't think you make that into soup. But then my favorite, the last one I caught was, um, hearty beaver broth. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. I wondered if you had caught that. Well, cause wasn't it like yes. rabbit chili? At one time. Oh, I miss rabbit chili. Yeah, rabbit okay, chili. Yeah, that, but then, yeah, the last yeah. one that I caught was, I was like, something beaver, but I couldn't make it out. So was it was it? hearty beaver broth. Yeah, I had to, like, <laughs> like stop stop it a couple times and, like, what does that oh say? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, beaver. <laughs> yeah. I can get on board with rabbit chili. That sounds decent, yeah. but I'm, I have no idea what hearty beaver broth would be, but I don't know. Yeah, like, you gotta take what you can get and... Pacific yeah. Northwest. They brought, probably got a bunch of interesting games. I wonder if Norma had an employee that was a hunter or something, and it's just like whatever random stuff he brought in, they would make, make it the special of the day. Yeah, or... maybe like the pine weasel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's really good roasted. <laughs> yeah, that's what Jerry roasted, said yeah. when they're trying to save the pine weasel. Yeah, so we know they're eating at least some kind of like. Yeah. Well, mid- I wonder mid-size, probably mid-sized rodent <laughs> and venison, and yeah, who knows. And yeah. trout. We know that there's rainbow trout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Pete will fish you, fish you up some trout. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the double R, that's, that's, they have awesome pies. Yeah, I know they've had, so cherry pie was a big deal, but also huckleberry pie was mentioned a few times, and then, like, yeah. a chocolate peanut butter pie. Yeah, she offers to bring Shelly chocolate peanut butter pie. Yeah. <laughs> and then... And, then, and just uh, visually, it looked like maybe peach pie and apple pie. Yeah, so a yeah. bunch of... And they look great. You know, yeah. some had um, lattice tops and, you know, mm-hmm. they were all, yeah, nice looking pies. <laughs> and they also have chocolate malteds there with whipped cream. <laughs> but the glasses are breakable, so don't squeeze yeah, yeah. too hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, only if you have a, a huge rush of, rush of adrenaline, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um yeah, chocolate malteds. Um, yeah, what and else? Breakfasts. Their breakfast, like special plate, where that was something that was had often. Um, there was one. I made a list, and so now I'm trying to find it. But uh, we're talking about the specials board. There was a a sign on the wall. It was like a two dollar breakfast. It was like two eggs, two strips of bacon. No, I can't remember. The, I can't remember the rest. But yeah, like different different signs even now you know on the walls and stuff would tell yeah some of their dishes so, yeah yeah it's pretty interesting and it felt like a real diner so <laughs> yeah 
I want on that. I want one of those big ice cream uh, decorations. Like there was yeah there was a, one. I guess it was for the soft serve machine or something. But it was like a pink ice cream. But then uh, Norma and Shelley, they had a scene where they were like cleaning off a, a vanilla. It was like a a big plastic vanilla swirl cone. I guess I'm like oh, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really cool. I would like put a smiley face on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty I, I, I like the part where they were like cleaning it off because I had noticed it in like, you know, several scenes just mm-hmm. like kinda hovering over the ice cream machine. I was like, Oh, that's a giant ice cream cone. Yeah, and then she just like walks I past know. it. Uh, yeah, like several characters. I forget who all is like sitting at the counter, and she just walks behind them holding the big <laughs> ice cream. Yeah, and I mean, it's just stuff like that, like these just random yeah. visual shots that like make this. But she know, would really just, have like, to do that if she. Owned and really, it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like that, that was just like kind of cool visually. Like these people are sitting talking, and then yeah. this giant ice cream cone <laughs> just walks behind. Yeah, them. and then she and Shelley like bond so, over, like have a bonding moment. Well, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> so. And um, I think the um, the double R is based on a real diner, which mm-hmm. is still there and still open for business. Although I read some Yelp reviews, <laughs> so not to, I've never been there, so not to totally bash this place. But apparently, um, you know, the cook is not as good as Norma. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, let's see. What are some of the other locations? How about the um, the Great Northern Inn? There are lots of good food scenes here. Um, my husband, in, like, up until last year, was working as a banquet manager at the Great Wolf Lodge. Oh, wow. <laughs> Have you ever, like, heard or been there? No. Oh, okay. It's like a chain of hotels. Like, um, so there, there are several of them, but I think there's only, like, 10 or 15 of them. So, um, and they're kind of, like, scattered around. But it... It's like the Great Northern. It has this like you know, um, you know, Canadian um, feel. Yes, the Great Wolf Lodge. There's like all the little kids wear wolf ears what? and um, yeah, but it's a big water. It's a water park, and you can oh. go in the winter time. It's like an indoor water park. So every time I'm like watching scenes in the Great Wolf Lodge or not the Great the Great Northern. But they blend. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, hey, this looks like the Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> yeah, because cool. um, yeah, because we went several times while he was working there. <laughs> yeah, and took the kids. So. Nice. Yeah, but anyway, there's there's lots of scenes here. Um, they have really great guess, coffee. Agent Cooper. Yes, they like do. It. Oh, right. So Agent Cooper is staying at the um, at the Great Northern. So, um, so he has breakfast there. Yes. So he has time. breakfast yeah. there, and then they have like I, I guess their food is like quote fancy hotel food because they have a lot of events there. They mm-hmm. have like during the course of the show they have a smorgasbord yeah. for Icelanders. They have a wedding banquet. Um, yeah, there's stuff going on there. It's um, so funny in the background scene like when the scenes with the great northern um that there's always like different groups of people staying there and so you see them walking in the background like what was it the cheerleaders or like square yeah. dancers and like just random <laughs> yeah sorry that was a little bit off topic of food but like oh oh no when but you yeah there's again that yeah the wedding right <laughs> right there's all all kinds of like yeah different different um distinct groups stand yeah there. <laughs> that's just kind of a fun thing in the background that that they did yeah but yeah it, um one of the things that i remember is agent cooper 
ordering his breakfast was the two eggs over hard and then the bacon super crispy, almost burned, cremated. And yeah. then fresh grape, freshly squeezed grape juice. He was grape very fruits. specific. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was another, oh, I'm trying to remember exactly what he said, but, um. Was it the ham one? Yes. It's like when maple syrup collides with ham. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, thinking, a, I, I didn't make this food, but I was thinking like a good, a good food for that scene would be, um, like chop up some ham slices and then put, put it in pancake batter. I mean, so make like ham pancakes and then, oh, you know, with maple syrup. <laughs> so then you've got. The, you know, well, you know, because you yeah. can make apple pancakes or chocolate chip pancakes. Why not put ham in it? And then, right. or, or oh, like yeah. Canadian bacon. Make, like, yeah. Bacon and then pancakes p- or something. Serve with maple syrup. I think Agent Cooper would love that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's after my own heart. I love sweet and salty. <laughs> so. Oh, here it goes. It looks, um, Sounds pretty good. I was looking on my list. So, short stack of griddle cakes, melted butter, maple, maple syrup. Lightly heated, slice of ham. Nothing beats the taste sensation when maple syrup collides with ham. That's his quote. <laughs> yeah, and he punctuates it with the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's very into his food. Just like he's very into everything. He's, he's pretty enthusiastic in general. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a really neat character quality. That he's yeah. very, like, he's very smart at his FBI job. And, but all, but then he like has this love of food, like he savors it, and yeah, <laughs> that was great. Well, I guess while we're at the Great Northern, it wasn't it wasn't in their restaurant, but Ben and Jerry Horn, which yes, they are named after Ben and Jerry's ice cream, yeah. <laughs> which at that and time was like ice up and cream coming. in one yeah. scene. Yeah, <laughs> of course you gotta have that joke. Yeah, so Ben and Jerry <laughs> brothers, so they're they're the owners of the Great Northern. Or at least Ben Horton is, and Jerry, his brother, is his partner. But they have food scenes that are not part of the restaurant or part of the the, di- the hotel's dining area. But but we can we we'll we'll talk more about those later because they have to do with our what we made. Yeah, in fact, yeah, I guess we but bo- we both made Ben and Jerry. Yeah, I realized that <laughs> right before we started recording. I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. But I think it's because they just, I mean, they made them sound awesome. They had such an enthusiasm. Yeah, I think for them, like, their their food scenes is very much part of their uh, their vices, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it kind of goes hand in hand with, because they're very much, well, you were saying he's not very, like, Jerry is not a very savory character, but... He's, but he's, you know, funny and stuff. But, but yeah, both brothers when they get together, <laughs> you can definitely tell that they're brothers because yes. they just like have fun together and play off each other. But yeah, they look, they're like always yeah, and they're pretty on hedonistic. Something. Yeah, they just have yeah. a full enjoyment of you know all of these. Let's go to let's pleasures. go to the brothel yeah. that I own. Yeah, like. <laughs> but then yeah, let's munch munch on this food and reminisce about girls or whatever like (laughs) yeah those guys (laughs) boys will be boys (laughs) oh yeah my other food like quote location um were just the food that was served in people's homes like there um were lots of um scenes around the dinner table um and it's a small town and i think what most people eat is just like what I can only describe as like Americana, you know, it's the like the loaf. kind of, bo- yeah, the 
boring, wholesome food that everybody eats. You know, there's meatloaf, there's oatmeal, yeah. boiled carrots, mashed potatoes, Green beans, or pe- peas, pe- yeah. peas, yeah, like so all this kind of homey stuff. But then um, there was also like a little bit of regional stuff because I think Miss Mrs. Hayward makes huckleberry pie, yeah, um, which I have never eaten huckleberries. <laughs> I know I wanted to make huckleberry pie because I've already made like cherry pie and mixed berry pie for my food fiction vlog. Yeah. But so I was like, mm, huckleberry pie, but it's definitely not the season for it right now. Was, but I mean, I'm sure maybe there are canned huckleberries somewhere. Yeah. So maybe at some point I'll try to make huckleberry pie, but I was not successful this time in finding huckleberries. <laughs> <laughs> When's huckleberry season? Yeah, I know, right? I guess, bruh, I don't know, because it's a berry, so maybe like summer into fall, something like that. Yeah. When, whenever blackberries... Yeah, whenever the other berries... I imagine that they're kind of like... Well, I don't know. Or, is it, are, or are they more like blueberries? Right. Well, well, we should look up Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe okay, we I'm need to... look right now. Okay, we'll do some huckleberry <laughs> research. Let's see. Oh, also, I wanted to mention hospital food. The hospital oh. food. What is That's up less... with that? There were several scenes <laughs> with hospital food. And it was just like mush. But also, it, there were sound effects that accompanied it. It was like a bubbling, bleh, oh. like <laughs> gross sound effects. I thought that was so Yeah, funny. it's like the least appetizing yeah, thing. it was green <laughs> and orange mush on a silver tray. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we did not choose that for our recipe. <laughs> no. But that would have been easy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good Halloween food or something. Ah, okay. So I'm on Wikipedia. Wild huckleberries. Oh, from so in Oregon area. Well, so Nova Scotia. Anyway, um, they look like blueberries. The state fruit of Idaho. What? Ah. I've never been to the Pacific Northwest, so... <laughs> yeah, well, I I've lived, never had yeah. a fresh huckleberry. <laughs> just a short while ago, but... Yeah, I don't remember. Well, because I wasn't on the lookout for huckleberries, but... But apparently, yeah, they're... It says similar flavor, and they and they look, like, uh, very similar to blueberry. So kind of oh, blue, okay. blue-purple, a little round. Yeah. Gotcha. So there we go. Nice. Learn something new every day. Mystery solved. <laughs> well, I was reading a little bit, um, too, about about David Lynch and food. Um, because just watching this, you know, you obviously can tell that he's got some kind of opinion. Um, so he's got some quirky ideas about food. Um, <laughs> for one, he drinks a ton of coffee. Um, he said he used to drink up to 20 cups a day, but he, you know, he gave the disclaimer that they were like the little styrofoam cups, so... That's acceptable. That's acceptable. Um, he used not to like cooking in his home because he think that he thinks that the greasy smoke coats everything, and that's just wrong. And I was like, oh, I can never invite him over because <laughs> my house is coated in greasy smoke. I cook all the time. Um, but it seems like nowadays he um, 
he gave like kind of a um he gave an interview to Food and Wine, and just kind of his like daily thing. And he eats like a cleansing soup for lunch with like a bunch of veggies and seven almonds because he likes the number seven. Um, he doesn't eat sugar except for cupcakes. <laughs> well, you know if you're gonna if you're gonna have some sugar intake, might as well be a cupcake. Right, yeah, it'd be a little, yeah, have some discretion. So, uh, <laughs> and he loves diner food. So he says it's not the most helpful thing, but he loves diners. They're bright, they're well lit, and um, he loves bacon. And you <laughs> and you can people watch too. Yeah, that's it. Like I bet as a creator, you know, that's probably you know when you see people come and go in their lives, that's probably helpful with, or maybe he gets inspired for characters yeah yeah that's so interesting because it's so the love of coffee and of eating out is very evident in twin peaks Mm -hmm. because yeah like you were saying the like the food scenes in the home they're all very kind of bland food i mean just like or maybe not bland but just common and not very exciting but in the diner it's like oh the pies and like everything looks really (laughs) and the beaver broth (laughs) yeah and the pancakes with all the maple syrup and the but yeah it's all very like tasty and decadent yeah yeah good stuff (laughs) so that's so yeah that's very interesting yeah and then the donuts well, so another, another oh, right. food yeah. place. Yeah, my, my other, I, I, knew I, I knew I had four quote locations. Gotcha. Yeah, so police yeah, the station. other one's the police station. Yeah. And the main, yeah, like you said, the main spread there is like, oh, it's literally a spread. Every morning, yeah. Lucy does it. Um, <laughs> I'm just like every kind of donut. Um, they look one so of my, pretty, too. So yeah, varied. they're gorgeous. There's all different kinds. Yeah, there's, you know, glazed. like jelly ones. There's, yeah, you know, powdered sugar ones. One of my favorite scenes, they're at a crime scene, and they've all got, like, gloves on, and they're all, like, dusting for prints and stuff, <laughs> and they're, like, passing around donuts and eating them with the gloves on. Yeah, kind of I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> they gotta have their sugar energy to complete yeah, the task. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, police work needs donuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's just one of those, like, just, like, stuff like that. It was... No one brought any attention to it. It was just yeah. like one of those like quirky, weird, yeah. okay, just accepted things that made me love this show. There was, was another just, scene yeah. where, I can't remember exactly what was going on, but they were at the police station, and someone was, well, I don't know, maybe it was Lucy, or anyway, somebody was like trying to talk to one of, one of the, you know, well, anybody, but all the police guys had a donut in their mouth. Like, <laughs> I forget what, what that scene was all about, but like yeah, everybody had a donut in their mouth. They're like, Horror. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty great. Glorious spread of donuts. Yeah, donuts and coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And lots and lots of coffee. Yeah. Oh, there was so um, not so. This is going away from the police station, but there was another uh, food scene that stood out. Was um, Pete made breakfast for a couple of characters, and the. The, one of the plates that he made, that how he dec- or, um, served the plate was it looked like a, it was basically like a breakfast dog face, like smiling <laughs> dog. I mean, I think it was a dog because he had like toast triangle ears. So yeah, it, looked like a dog it was to so me. cute. Yeah, with like a, a dried prune nose and two two eggs like for the eyes and then like a little Tabasco sauce pupils and then bacon mouth, of course. <laughs> yeah, bacon. Bacon. 
Yeah, that's like a step beyond your like smiley face breakfast. Yeah. You know, that's like true creativity. Yeah, move o- move over Mushu with his porridge with the eggs and bacon. <laughs> that's from Milan. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I like Milan reference. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was cute. But the toast ears. Yeah, it was very cute. Yeah. Yeah, and then so other mentions of of food um, was the the gum. That gum you like yeah. is going to come back in style. So that's what some quotes, you know, because the, there's going to be the miniseries in 2016. So it's some people have been using that quote, that gum you like is going is going to come back in style, like as reference to the so cool the new and miniseries. cryptic. Yeah. So yeah, that and that was mentioned a few times in the series. Yeah, it's like what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what does that really mean? <laughs> I think a lot of the things, they don't really mean anything except just to be weird. Like, (laughs) it's just to make it. I mean, a lot of, uh, I'm sure many, many phrases and and things like that did mean something. But then I feel like maybe some were just (laughs) like, I don't know. Well, I mean, the only thing reference, other reference about gum was that one of the, well, I don't don't think this is spoilerish, but one of the bad guys... (laughs) was chewing gum when he was first met by another character anyway <laughs> we didn't see that but it was the the one of the characters was relating how he first met this bad guy and he was chewing gum anyway but that other than that gum <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's all i got as far as food in the show i mean there's probably like uh like you know it's sprinkled throughout you know there's there's food in almost yeah, there's food in every episode. Um, let's get into our recipes. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about these. Um, like, you know, as we mentioned, we both made Ben and Jerry res- recipes. Um, Jerry mainly, yeah, because yeah. I think, yeah. Because he-, <laughs> he would talk about food and stuff and made it sound so good. Right. So you go first, because I think yours shows up first, I think, chronologically. <laughs> yeah, so season one, episode three. It's right at the beginning of the episode, which... That was, I was like, this is so cool because season, I mean, excuse me, um, episode three of the first season, while the credits are rolling, the opening credits, it's just the, it's the Horn family sitting at this big table eating. Like there's no background music or anything. And it's just (laughs) the, what is it like a minute or something? And it's just, yeah. And they're just eating, eating, but that's like, it's interesting too, because it's very telling the, the table is so big. And so they're very, they're spaced far apart. And yeah, so they don't feel like a them. cohesive yeah. family. And they're not yeah. talking. They're not really, they're not enjoying each other's company. And they're just like, da, 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 like, guess we have to be here. What a, you know, but then mm-hmm. some, some theme music starts, <laughs> more jaunty <laughs> theme music. And it's, it's the cue for Ben's brother, Jerry, to come in. And then, and then suddenly there's like animation and like, you know, there's more energy in the room and, um, yeah. yeah. And so he comes in, he's got his bag. But really rudely and inappropriately yeah. because he is interrupting this family dinner <laughs> with other food. And then, the, yeah, um, Ben Horn's wife, Sylvia, she's like, Ben, like, what's he doing here? You know? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So he just kind of blows in. And with his theme music and his luggage and t- 
tells the the bellhops to like be careful with the luggage and like find his sandwiches. So he had some. <laughs> he just came <laughs> from Paris, and so he had some special sandwiches in his luggage, and he pulls them out. It's like four, uh, it's baguettes, and they're wrapped in wax paper. And then he begins to describe them. So I wrote down his his quote. Brother Ben, this is the best damn sandwich I ever ate. It's a baguette with brie and butter. I had four of these damn things every day I was there. You gotta try this. And he's just like, <laughs> so, he's like, oh, you gotta, you know. You're like, yes, okay, I want to try it. <laughs> I know, I'm yeah. sold. Yeah. So he gives one to, to his brother, he gives one to Ben, who sniffs it, and then as he, he eats it, like, on the side of it, instead of, so he eats it horizontally, <laughs> like, corn or, you know. Yeah. And and he's just like moaning with pleasure. Like he's like, "Oh, this is so good." You know. And it's so interesting cuz then cuz um so Ben is eating the one Jerry gave him and then Jerry is like ripping into a, another one. So they're both <laughs> so the so the wife and the daughter and the son like they're still sitting at the big table and like <laughs> and then and the two brothers Ben and Jerry are just carrying on about this food and then Ben yeah says, and it's 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 super awkward yeah. but they're just kind of like in their own <laughs> doing their zone, own thing they're totally yeah. oblivious that yeah, the brothers zone. yeah yeah and so Ben is like this is incredible Jerry you know what this reminds us of like so he he doesn't say you know what this reminds me of it's like they're having this shared experience. They're like one mind right now by a food. And like, do you know what this reminds us of? And then they start talking about like, he started talking about like the two girls down by the river. I can't, it was like Jenny and maybe they're both also super inappropriate. (laughs) Yeah. Right in front of his wife. And then, so Ben's like related, reminiscing about this, you know, this memory. And then Jerry's like, oh, no wonder. But he doesn't like it, it. They get it. But, like, the audience doesn't, like, but Jerry's just like, well. oh, no wonder. So something about, it's just awesome because they have their I think I think it was an inappropriate joke. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, okay. Maybe I just think. Okay. But I don't know. Maybe that's just where my mind was. I, I just, I saw it as, like, the flavor and the, I don't know, it was, like, bringing up memories and stuff. But, yeah, maybe it is something more, more tangible. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> then they took it outside. <laughs> then they left the room finally. But yeah, but yeah, and then well, and then Ben gives Jerry some sad news, and Jerry's like, "Oh, I'm depressed." Like he was about to take another bite of his baguette, but then Jerry's like, "Oh, now I'm depressed," and he like puts it down. Oh, but he then, can only eat the sandwich if he's like yeah. pure of emotion. <laughs> so it's like the food is very connected to. To their yeah their, how, what they're feeling and like their mood and mm-hmm. anyway but then and then they're like hey let's go check out some chicks and then they're like yeah sandwiches and then they now go now I'm happy yeah, again like, That's good. <laughs> I can eat <laughs> but anyway yeah Ben which is also interesting because later on um, Ben he starts pulling <clears throat> excuse me he starts pulling like carrots and celery out of his coat pockets and stuff <laughs> so like the food changes but he always it's like he always has to be eating something yeah that's right like in the, yeah, the, eating. yeah in the second season i think yeah he's always eating like some kind of raw fruit or vegetable yeah yeah he's just like snacking on grapes or eating yeah like grapes a celery stalk of ce- celery yeah. he's holding like a stalk like who eats it like that um yeah so 
Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and then, and then there's another scene where he's like dipping tiny chocolate chip cookies in milk. And yeah, anyway, so it's like he's always it's like all about food or or or, or he's talking like so something's always going on with his mouth or he's like kissing women he shouldn't be or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so Oral the food fixation. that I made yeah, is the baguette. <laughs> with butter and brie and in the show it's not toasted or anything it's just like buttered bread with slices of brie cheese um and that is tasty and fine but it's heavenly toasted like so that's Mm. how i mean i made it both ways but it's so good toasted like you just toast it for like five (laughs) minutes and, um, but I also, so I used, um, so like you need to use real butter. <laughs> of course, yeah. please. That goes without yeah. saying. <laughs> um, but I got, I picked up, it's, uh, like Land Lakes in a little carton. So it wasn't stick butter, but it was, it was real butter, but it was in more of a spreadable form. Oh, okay. But I yeah. let it sit out at room temperature. Um, and so, yeah, so one I made not toasted with plain butter and then slices of brie and another one i mixed up some of the room temperature butter spread with apricot jam yeah and that because i that love apricot and brie together so yeah. yeah so just spread that good combo yeah like so like very generously spread the butter <laughs> on the <laughs> yeah and then put your brie slices yeah so anyway so that was incredible that sounds great so that's my <laughs> That's what I did. How about you? What did you do? I did leg of lamb. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, Jerry was from again. A, yeah. a Jerry scene. <laughs> he comes into Ben's office. Um, yeah, why are we, like, talking so much about this minor character? But, like, <laughs> but he really made an impression to Yeah, he really foodies. did. Yeah. And I guess, like, it, yeah, if you're talking from a food standpoint, he shows up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, he comes into Ben's office, and he has this giant leg of lamb, which he's just, like, got over his shoulder, <laughs> and he's, like, swinging around. And he has got, he has been partying all night with the Icelanders who were staying at the Great Northern. Yeah, didn't uh, his lady friend... Give it to him. Yes, Hubba, I think. Yes. I want to cook Who, for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I wrote, he describes her as a giant snow queen with a smile like a sunrise on an ice floe. <laughs> yeah. For a sleazy guy. Yeah, that was nice of him to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, she has given him this enormous leg of lamb as a gift, which is quite a generous gift yeah. because, yeah, those things aren't cheap. And um, he says, you know, with just a little garlic, or with garlic, a little mint, that's rotisserie heaven. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I want to make that. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I, I've never even made a roast before. My sister is like the roast queen. <laughs> she, um, yeah, she'll make that and I'll make like the veggies on the side when we do like potlucks and stuff. Um, but I was like, okay, I'm going to conquer this. So I got a leg of lamb. It was pretty small. It was not like as full and glorious as, you know, <laughs> the the one that Heba gave to Jerry. Um, but it was like about three pounds. And I found an article on the kitchen that gives a very, like, detailed um, description of how to cook it. And um, basically, it's pretty easy. You can't mess it up. Like, don't marinate it. It's already, it's already tender, so you can marinate it for half an hour if you want but I didn't marinate it at all um just leave it out for an hour before you plan to cook it so it can come to room temperature salt and pepper it 
Um, put it under the broiler for five minutes on each side to crisp it up. Um, then lower the temperature and, and tint it with foil and put, you can put garlic or herbs. I just put like garlic and dried mint, Mm -hmm. um, since that's what Jerry was talking about and just put that in the oven for like 45 minutes to an hour until you come to your like desired temperature. So I did my medium rare, which is you pull it out when it's 135 degrees and it keeps cooking Mm -hmm. and it was great. Like we ate it as our Christmas Eve dinner Mm -hmm. as part of it. Um, yeah. Cause like my family traditionally does like deli sandwiches on Christmas Eve. Cause it's just like, it's, it's nice, but it's easy. You know, everybody can make, make whatever they want. And so, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they had brought like a bunch of like meats. And so we just sliced the, um, slice the leg of lamb up then and I also made like a mint pesto to go with it oh, interesting. um yeah and that was really good it was basically just like mint and al- mint and almonds and garlic and it was really nice mm. yeah so we made sandwiches out of it it's fantastic thank you Jerry yeah Jerry so, would love that pesto too yeah. maybe that's what he <laughs> yeah. was thinking of because he said crushed garlic and crushed mint so exactly yeah, yeah. so yeah it came out pretty good nice. yeah so, I want to try yeah. that now hmm yeah. <laughs> well, I'll put the recipe on our website. Nice. <laughs> I was feeling kind of bad today that ne- neither of us made cherry pie. <laughs> well, yeah. I was like, but yeah, okay, because yeah, that is like the iconic dish. But you do have a recipe on your website, yeah. which I went and looked at today, and it looks delicious. So I think we'll also post that in our show notes. Yeah, if people want to go make cherry pie, because I mean, it's pretty much looks exactly what like what they had in Twin Peaks. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was for it was for a book, um, but actually, after I did the rest, because when I was reading this book that I made the cherry pie for, like I am the scenes that was mentioned in, like I envisioned it as cherry pie, but then the author later said it was actually berry pie. <laughs> oh. But anyway, which I think I put that note in the <laughs> in the post. Oh, no, but I but but anyway, but cherry pie is like a big deal to me because I remember that from my childhood because we had cherry trees on my grandparents farm and so my sister and I would pick cherries when it was you know the season and then we'd all um, you know pit them and then um, make you know make pies with them they were sour cherries Um, but anyway yeah so cherry pie (laughs) nice yeah yummy but yeah I want to find huckleberries now too so (laughs) I know yeah I really want to try huckleberries and I've actually I don't even think I've tried tart cherries but um yeah I I, I saw some I was kind of on a cherry hunt because I was thinking to make cherry pie for this Mm -hmm. um yeah and I think um you can get them canned in water yeah so I think I might try that at some point yeah always get the always get the ones in water not not the yeah i think they also sell them frozen but i was unable to find them frozen at any of my Mm -hmm. local grocery stores so yeah yeah if you can't get them fresh i recommend the in water because then you can yeah spice them up and sugar them up however you want yeah i mean and you're cooking them anyway so you know like they're already deflated or what you know right (laughs) i don't wait what is deflated is not but you know what i mean anyway deflated cherries (laughs) you know i don't know what to what to call that Yes. Anyway, <laughs> so but yeah, you don't you don't need something as like perfectly you know fresh as if you were gonna eat it fresh because yeah. you're cooking it. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so I'm really surprised. I'm sure there has to be one, but that there's not a Twin Peaks cookbook. Like I I searched for one online, but but I did find 
there was a, I thought it was really clever. There was a website, but it only has a few recipes, and so I guess it wasn't um, followed through with. But it was called Fire Walk with Me, like W O K. Oh, that's <laughs> I so cute. That was so clever. <laughs> oh, neat! I'll have to look that up. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was just a few like a few posts, um, you know, about food. So, but I'm like, oh, I was like, well, you should have continued this. Yeah, no, <laughs> that sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. So maybe with the resurgence of Twin Peaks in 2016, uh, perhaps there will be more recipes available online, or maybe yeah. I don't know. And maybe there, maybe there's a cookbook like waiting in the wings somewhere. Probably, because, I mean, yeah, nowadays, like, you know, with the internet, like, every little thing that comes out, there's somebody doing a cookbook yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, I guess, like, in 1990. <laughs> yeah, internet-wise. Yeah, there weren't <laughs> that many people, because, yeah. <laughs> there is a Twin Peaks chain of restaurants, just FYI, but they have nothing to do with the, the TV Yeah, show. I saw that, too. I was it's, like, what is... I think it's like yeah. a Hooters kind of... You know, Twin Peaks, uck yuck, like. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh god. <laughs> so, yeah, but anyway. Yeah, so, so don't, don't look that. Don't look that up. <laughs> look up Firewalk with me, because that's cute. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, and I wonder, or I'm hoping we can cross our fingers, um, but especially if the same creators are doing the the nine episode Showtime series. So hopefully there will be food. In the, oh, I'm yeah, sure there will I'm sure be. Like, be. Twin Peaks without, like, copious amounts of thing, food right? is not Twin Peaks. Yeah. <laughs> it would feel it would hollow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Food gives so much life to everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot of... We can, we can do some, like, cherry pies and stuff in 2016 when it comes back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a lot, plan. Of, a lot of cherry pie recipes will, will surface around that time. Yeah, no kidding. I actually did, yeah, I did find, like, I, I did Google Twin Peaks Cherry Pie, and there are quite a few out there. Because that's, like, the standout, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I was thinking, yeah, so if anybody wants to do, like, a Twin Peaks party, so coffee, donuts, various pies, but especially cherry, and, like, a chessboard cake or something. Ooh, yeah, I've, good plan. I've seen those. Uh, and there were some other things... <laughs> There are some other things, too, that I thought, and I should have written them down. But, yeah, there's so many. Oh, yeah, you should get it together before, um, like, the premiere. Yeah. And you can put together, like, a yeah a Twin Peaks um, viewing party. <laughs> and a fire and a walk. Menu. <laughs> As your centerpiece. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, yeah, sticks of gum. Cremate, cremated bacon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, there was, I can't remember, but there was something, like, as I watched, you know, I wrote, I, I scribbled text, <laughs> wrote down, um, you know, food from the episodes, but then also there were ones that I had in mind, like the, like oh, the chess yes. cake and the, but. <laughs> I was, I was doing that too. Yeah. Not just stuff that was, um, in it, but like also kind of inspired, inspired by, because I was thinking you could have, um. Dr. Jacoby's Hawaiian Luau. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, at least, like, a, an umbrella and a coconut kind of drink, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, who's Some definitely, pineapple, like... yeah. Yeah, with this weird coconut. I know, that guy. He, yeah, he's definitely an interesting character. Yeah, we didn't even mention him. I know. Yeah. Yeah, he was Or more... the log lady. I know. Oh, my gosh. 
someone I saw, you know, one of those meme pictures, but it was, <laughs> it was, it was um, Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard, but his face transposed into the log lady. <laughs> Captain's log. <laughs> anyway, I thought that I just burst out laughing when I, I saw it just oh, recently. That's so funny. that's. I was like, oh, I get it now because I've watched Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. There are, like, so many jokes I get now, like, because it's been parodied mm-hmm. so many places. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, oh, sorry. Wait. Oh, oh no. Okay. Go ahead. Well, I was just... So, the pies... What was up? Oh, well, I don't think this is a spoiler, but towards the end, uh, there was the handshaking. Yeah. I... Because the first time we saw someone, it was just a, like a town person, and their hand was shaking, but they were like eating cherry pie, and so I'm like, <gasps> something like something happened to the to the pies, like to the cherry pies. Yeah, I thought it was totally related to the pie too, because yeah. they had also like made a big deal about like you know Norma making pies for the yeah. Miss Twin Peaks contest, and like they, and then there was a shot of like the pie a sinister close up. cherry pie. Yeah, it's like it's like they knew it was like such a um l- like things like that just almost become a joke and so the show's like self-aware you know yeah. so it like it starts but but then it ended up having like nothing to do with that so. i know so when, but that was yeah it's like something yeah, with a pie. Like a distur- yeah. A disturbance in the force or something. <laughs> i don't know that's yep yeah, that's what they never, yeah, they never explain. And also, just another thing, the one of the waitresses. So she was in the first episode and the last episode. I don't think oh, she the was the German one. Yeah, and she's like, Hee! like just giggling when they say something to her. Like, <laughs> was was she in any other episode? Wasn't it just? I don't- I don't think so, but I love that they brought her back because it seemed like with the last episode they were really trying to book in. Yeah, yeah. So she and like I know they didn't want it to be canceled at that point, but it's kind like they kind of knew it was going to be, (laughs) and so like so many things were brought back for the last like couple episodes. Let's make it crazy. Go. I appreciated that because it did feel somewhat cohesive at the end. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. There have been other shows that have been just like canceled with no warning and like nothing gets wrapped up and. So this had kind of a cliffhanger, but <laughs> a bit yeah. of a cliffhanger. But but I mean, you know, they did come back around to the. They brought the German girl to, back to, to the main. So. St- yeah, they brought the German girl That's back. So I consider that wrapped yeah. up. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. There's so, so much. This is a very full series, full of food yes. and full of a lot of interesting and mysterious things. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like I said, I loved it. I much recommend it. Um watch it before the the um twenty sixteen thing comes out. And it's on Netflix right now, so Yeah, wa- no watch the heck out of that thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean I I guess we can wrap off if you're ready, if you don't have Well any... and then there's the movie. I guess we should mention okay, that there was a movie. Oh right, right, right. But right, I, I haven't watched mentioned. it and yeah. But anyway, there is one <laughs> there is something yes, there else is... out there. Yes, there's a movie, Fire Walk With Me. Um, Neither of us have seen it, although I'll probably watch it now. I did did procure it somehow. Um, (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, yeah, I'll I'll probably watch that that as well. Um, But I hear it's pretty weird. 
Yeah. Well, you know, as that kind of goes with everything saying. else. It's all it's all relative. But just just keep your eye on the food, right? Just <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll see what kind of food is in Fart Walk with yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I mean, we'll post our recipes per usual and um, links to any articles or anything else we talked about, including Diana's um, cherry pie recipe, on our website at fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Um, you can email us at fictionkitchenpodcast at gmail.com. And we're also both on Twitter. I'm um, at Carrie Rashid. Um, that's C A R R I E R A S H I D. And I am at Fiction Food. Much easier to spell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.